YouTube, be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know who you're going to be. Welcome to the Cosmic Laundry Podcast. I'm your host, Giselle Plamondon. I'm a clinical counselor and psychological astrologer, and I started this podcast to have real, grounded conversations and to bridge the gap between the spiritual and the mundane. On this podcast, we take mystical topics and we talk about them in a deep and impactful way. Every conversation is astrology infused and it's my intention that each episode brings you into a deeper experience of your own humanness and your own divinity. You are divine, you are here for a reason, and no matter what you do or who you are, I believe that you have powerful magic to give to the world. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for listening. Let's dive in. Hi beauties. Happy Sunday. I I think I'm going to release this today. So I think you guys will get this in your I was going to say in your hands, but I guess technically in your hands, on your screens, on your iPhone, wherever you listen. I think you'll get this today. If not, you might be listening to this on a Monday or a Tuesday. Who knows? <sighs> Anyways, um I wanted to make an episode, I've really been chewing on the energy and the wisdom of Gate 40 all week, um, and what really came through today is the wisdom and the truth of, of being seen, and this dichotomy or this duality between being an individual, which is what Gate 40 represents, is, is having the willingness to be an individual while staying connected to community whereas gate 37 is much more about belonging and much more about the family and about community and gate 37 which connects to gate 40 and creates that channel uh, the channel of community gate 37 is really about that energy and and the wisdom of of belonging right and so it's really interesting to me that we have this duality between these two energies. And this is the thing, too. Like, you do not have to know whether you carry these energies within you for this podcast to be helpful and to make sense to you. This is the really beautiful thing about the gates and, and um, understanding these energies and these different types of consciousness. Because whether you carry, for example, gate 40 or not, there is a wisdom, there is a teaching in Gate 40 for all of us. And so if you want to look at your design, you can. You can pull that up on um, myhumandesign.com and you look at the ego center or the heart center and check if you have Gate 40 colored in. It might be brown or it might be black. Either way, it applies. Um, and if you do carry that, then what I'm going to be talking about in this episode is uh, very alive for you in your life. If you don't carry it, there's still wisdom for you, but it's wisdom that you're going to tap into through experiencing this code or this um, energy from someone else, from the people in your life. Okay, so 
I've been sitting with gate 40 a lot because this gate and, and this wisdom is really about the capacity to be alone and the capacity to be an individual. And I carry this energy and I'm deeply, deeply motivated by, oh my God, my cat is, hey, oh my God, he loves peas so much. He's up on the counter right now trying to get into my snap peas because he is obsessed. So give me a minute. I'm going to grab those for him. Okay, here, you can have two. There you go. <laughs> oh my god he's so i've never seen a cat that loves vegetables as much as this guy does but like if you have a pea or if you have broccoli he loves broccoli like he will literally steal it out of your salad bowl if you're not watching it's funny um okay what was i saying gate 40 this gate takes a lot of courage and um, a lot of strength because what this gate teaches us it's really deep and I'm not going to go into all of the different layers of it this is one of those things that that sitting with and contemplating for yourself um, I think that's really important for anyone who has this gate but my experience of this gate especially as someone who is a fifth line you know I'm a three five I also have ADHD um, you know, there's a lot of things in my life that make me feel misunderstood. And there have been many people in my life that um, felt like they knew me, I think, like thought that they knew me, but I don't even know me, you know, like there's very few people that I feel truly, fully see me. And I think that there's part of that is the you know, masking and the conditioning and the trying so hard to just be normal. I remember as a kid, like literally thinking like, could you just be normal to myself? Like, could you just like fucking fit in and not be such a weirdo? Um, and I got really good at it. I got really good at fitting in. I could morph and change and shift and, and really fit in anywhere. I still have the ability to do that if I need to. But the, the shadow of, of what that has created in my life is sometimes an inability to have the resolve or the will to be myself, um, to really be able to, to stand apart from people. I, you know, I was talking with a friend yesterday who also carries Gate 40, and <clears throat> we were talking about how, you know, I said to her, like, I think I have an authority problem. Like, I don't like being told what to do. I don't like when other people try to impose themselves on me, tell me what to think, what to believe, how to act, any of that stuff. And she was like, yeah, I hate that, too. I cannot stand it. Um, but we both have a tendency. And I think because this gate 40 is also always seeking community. This is the thing about your gates. It's always seeking the other half if you don't have the channel. And so anyone with this gate of aloneness, which is a very individual gate, also craves community, also craves belonging, also craves being seen. So for her and I, of course, this is going to be different for everyone. The way that we've navigated that is by being individuals in private, meaning like, you know, I can go out into the world and morph and, and shift and, and change. And, and also, um, 
let you think <laughs> this is going to sound really flaky and we're both Gemini's too. So that might be part of this. Let you think that we're on the same frequency. Let you think that I'm going to do this thing your way. The, this used to play out um, with employers a lot. I used to do this with work, like let you think that I'm going to do it your way. And even in the moment, like I remember being like, yeah, OK, I could do it that way. Um, but then when I dig in and, and set in to do something, I have to do it my way. I have to do it the way that, that feels energetically correct for me, right? And so I think there's this, this wisdom in Gate 40 of learning how to be seen um, because again, like gate 40 is, is still a very community oriented gate, even though it's about being alone. Um, and, and I'll get into like why that aloneness is a factor. It's still about the community and it still has a drive to be seen and to be known. And so what I've been sitting with a lot lately is all of the ways that I fear being seen and my history of being seen and, and how that has showed up in my life and what has happened. Um, and I've been really unwinding and deconditioning some of these fears of, of being seen and not just of, of being seen, right? So this is another thing that I've been thinking about with, you know, the, the heart center and, and the different ways that we're motivated. There are some people who are highly motivated to be seen simply just to be seen right that like leo energy there are people who want to be famous and they do not care if they are infamous or if they are famous for something really great and beautiful and wonderful like any attention any influence any fame or notoriety is perfect for them and so for those people like whatever they have to do to get that that I don't want to say attention because I think that trivializes it. The desire for fame and influence is, is a much deeper desire than we like to think, right? Like lots of people look at people who are, you know, Addison Rae, Kim Kardashian, like those types of people who are famous for being famous. I think we love to shit on that, but some people are here to, to entertain in that way and, and that's their gift. People who carry Gate 40 are also here to be seen, but... They're here to be seen for their individuality, for their unique expression, for the unique way that they show up in the world. Um, and people with gate 40, because they are like we are so prone to spending a lot of time alone and we need that time alone to come back into our center. We tend to have a different viewpoint on the world, I find. People with gate 40, because they spend so much time in that solitude, um, when you sit down and speak with them, people with gate 40 have put a lot of effort and thought into certain things. And so what I have been deconditioning is this fear of being seen, because what I have noticed in my life is that every time I am fully, truly seen, right? So when I'm not masking, you know, to use the, the, neurodivergent language or when I'm not showing up in the way people want me to when I'm not like pouring on the sweet right that's that's what I call it is like I have this ability to pour on the sweet when I'm not doing that there is this like heartbreak that comes with it um 
And that started really early in my life. You know, I was the weird kid at school that was obsessed with like fairies and, and mystical things and, um, you know, could see things that, that other kids couldn't, right? And, and I learned to shut that off so early on in my life because I just wanted to fit in. Um, and so I was also very sensitive and very quiet and I was bullied a lot for those things, right? And so that was my first experience with like, okay, it is not safe to be myself. It is not safe to be seen in the world, right? And so that created an imprint. And then, you know, through dating experiences and experiences in my early 20s of like when people, it was like this, this story came into my mind of like when people know me, when they fully see me in all of my mess and my, my chaos, because this is the other piece of, of being seen. I think um, for me anyways, I developed this desire to be perfect because I was like, if I say the right thing, if I do the right thing, if I show up the right way, if I am perfect, then people will have no choice but to love me, right? But that perfection becomes a guard. It becomes armor. It becomes something that you wear that keeps the outside out, right? And it creates this sense of loneliness. So that's the piece of gate 40 is if you do not have the strength and the willpower, because that is what the, the gift of this gate is, is the resolve and the willpower that, that comes with knowing who you are. If you carry gate 40 and you have not developed boundaries, you have not developed an ability to say no, <clears throat> You have not cultivated an ability to keep your energy safe, to keep a, a safe energy bubble around you, right? There's a sense of loneliness that kicks in because with this gate and with this energy, you can move mountains. There's a lot of resolve in this, this energy. You can force a lot of things out into the world, but the, the cost of that is your health, your well-being, and a deep, deep, deep loneliness. So many people, like gate 40 does not have to be a loneliness energy. It is the gate of aloneness. Those are two different things. And what I see is most people who carry gate 40 have this deep sense of loneliness, you know, this deep sense of separateness of not being connected to others, even in a crowded room. That's the way that this often manifests. Is these are often the people that are like, even surrounded by people that I know love me, I feel lonely. And often we, we can look at that and think, oh, I just don't have the right people around me. But the truth is, if you carry this energy, you will feel lonely no matter what until you are in alignment with your life until you are in alignment with your natural way of being and until you take time to intentionally be alone with yourself and get to know yourself. And from that time and, and space spent in, in aloneness, then you have to start communicating, this is what I discovered in my time alone. This is what I discovered in my time in the cave, right? And if you don't have the, the strength and the resolve to communicate that, then you go out into the world with this mask, with this conditioning, and you feel lonely because nobody can fully see you, right? 
And so I've been sitting with this a lot, a lot, a lot of like showing up online. I never imagined I would have any type of online business because uh, my younger self especially was scared of that, of, of being seen, of being seen because I wasn't myself. And I'm still not sure that I'm myself. That is something that I'm growing into and I'm spending a lot of time alone, right? I'm really sitting with this energy and the wisdom of gate 40 right now. And I'm discovering the sweetness of my alone and the wisdom and the gifts that I have to offer are coming through because of this time alone. And now I'm having to work through the conditioning of fears of being seen. And I think this is really common for people, whether you have this gate or not. We all have experiences of um, being seen and not being valued and being seen. Projectors have this massive fear as well. Um, because as you know, projectors, you guys really are here to be recognized, right? You're here to be appreciated for your gifts and your wisdom and what you have to bring to the world. And if you don't get that recognition, um, I see often with clients a, a massive fear of being seen crept, you know, creeping in, as well as anyone that has a five in their profile, right? That's the energy of being pedestalized and then being taken down and then being pedestalized and then being taken down. You know, if you experience that enough in your life, of course, that's going to create a fear of being seen. There's so many different ways that this fear can manifest. And that's something that I'm really starting to see that every time we are afraid of being seen, it's because we are not strong enough in our convictions of who we are yet. And I think this is where the work of understanding your design, understanding your astrology, knowing who you are, whatever you do, like you don't even have to use these practices. You can use meditation, the Enneagram, therapy, Myers-Briggs, like anything that brings you into closer contact with yourself, that's where the work is. It doesn't have to be with human design or astrology. But I, I think all of us have this fear. Um, it, we have to all have it, whether you carry it or you experience it. Um, and by that, I mean, when you're in contact with somebody that has gate 40, you might start to experience these doubts and these, these fears of being seen in yourself, depending on where they're at in their own journey. And I think we all have this. So our work maybe as a community is to learn how to show up radically as ourselves. And that means that we have to spend time discovering who we are. We have to spend time in that unknowing and in that deconditioning and in that, that space of like, okay, if there are things that I am, that, that also means that there have to be things that I am not, right? I can't really be everything unless you're a reflector or you're, you know, energetically very open, then maybe that doesn't apply for you. But for most of us, you know, we know who we are by seeing and knowing what we are not, right? Um, and so one of the things that I really wanted to, to sit with and, and share with you guys is like, if you... Because I get a lot of questions about this. I work with a lot of people who also desire to have 
the freedom to work for themselves. And in having that freedom, there is a level of, of online social media presence you have to have, right? It's like that is maybe the con of this dream of working remote and working for yourself and all of that stuff. And I don't get me wrong, I'm definitely sitting with ways to, to be less active online because I think we forget sometimes too that, that the online space is not real. It's like it, it's an augmented reality. Like we can, it can be a bridge to something real, right? I'm so thankful for the internet because my clients are all over the world and I have these beautiful connections with people in you know, so many different continents and so many different countries that I would not have if it wasn't for the internet. So I am so fucking thankful. But there's also this truth of that while, while the internet can facilitate connection and can bring us closer together, it's not meant to be the thing that it is now, which is I think sometimes we forget that online isn't real right it's it's all kind of fake um and I don't just mean in like photoshopping and things like that and people sharing their highlight reel like it's literally not real like if you lost your phone and you didn't have a phone for a month and you were just left you know in the middle of nowhere like you would have no idea what's going on in that online space there's no other way to connect to it right and therefore what is happening in the online space cannot impact your life if you're not tapped into it, which that for me makes it like not real. It's a, all a fantasy. It's a projection. It's not reality. And so I've been really thinking of like, how do I create more realness in my life? Meaning like, how do I make sure that that my business is having an impact in the real world? How do I make sure that the people that I'm working with are seeing real life changes in their relationship with themselves in their relationship with others in their relationship with the community with the earth with everything and I think the way that we do that you know kind of to circle back is we get really clear on where we're not showing up because the only way that this work works is if you take it offline and you bring it into the real world and you show up more as yourself and, and that's like the why for everything that I do. Um, I just want people to be themselves. That, that's it. End of story. End of the day. Like, I don't want you to be more like me. I don't want you to see the world the way that I see the world. I don't even want you to take everything or anything that I say as truth. I want you to filter everything through your own truth system, your own guidance system, and come into contact with the truth that's within you. And so if I am going to ask you to be more you, <laughs> that means I have to be more me, right? And so I wanted to come on here and just share some of this with you because, um, I mean, I don't know. I, have, I had last week a sense that I would be slowing down a little bit in how much I'm sharing online, but I don't really feel that today, so I don't know. If, if that's going to stick. Um, but I did want to just share some thoughts on this gate and on this energy. Um, you know, another thing that I really feel happens with people with this gate, um, this gate has a big aura. Like, it has a big presence. People who carry this 
it's this really ironic thing where most of the time we don't we want to be alone like I cannot tell you how many parties I have went to I love celebration I love joy and I I love a good party but I hit a cap at every party I've ever been to I hit a cap where I'm like oh I need to be alone I need five fucking minutes alone I need to not talk to anybody I need to not see anyone and every single party I've ever been to I will go sit in the bathroom on the floor usually for five minutes as long as I can get away with before somebody else needs the the bathroom right um and so it's like this sense of needing to be alone comes everywhere with you if you have this energy but the interesting thing is because this energy is so impactful there's a lot of force and uh, gravitas in this energy. I find that people with this energy have a lot of impact on their space. And people want to know you. People want to see you. People don't want you to be alone when you have this energy, right? And I also find that there is this, um, mm, what's the, the way to describe it? People who have not sat with their own aloneness, and by that I mean their own ability to express and know themselves as an individual and as God, right? Although not everyone with gate 40 um, is working towards that, but that's a, a whole another topic. Um, there is a sense, and I've heard this from a lot of clients and I have some stories from my own life. There is a sense sometimes where other people um, don't like it. They, they don't like the, the magnetism and the power that comes from this energy. My, you know, the example that comes to mind for me is um, one of my first boyfriends, after we broke up, he said to me, you know, when we met, you had way too much confidence for somebody your age and I just like kind of felt like I, I had to take you down a few notches and he didn't say it in a malicious way and I didn't even feel like um there wasn't like a it's funny because hearing that and saying that out loud like that that sounds really fucked up right but um I never I didn't feel a malicious intent I actually feel like he literally thought that that my um, confidence, my energy, my strength was going to be a detriment to me in my life, you know, that that people were going to push me away because of it. Like I I literally think that he thought that he was doing me a favor. And I hear stories like that all the time from people with this gate of like people are always trying to humble me. And I'm already like, I already don't know myself enough. Like, I don't need to be humbled, right? Um, I, I humble myself enough. You know, I hear that a lot from clients. I don't need other people to do that. But I think what happens with this gate is there is a energetic knowing that people have when they come into contact with it of like, once you know your power, once you know your strength, not only are you going to be unstoppable, but you're also going to be very careful with your energy. Um, and I think people have an intuitive knowing of like, I might not, we might not be friends 
once you come into contact with your full power. You might desire being alone so much that you might not crave my company anymore. You know, or even if you do, you might not want it as much as I want it. So I find that people with escape do have stories like that where their partners try to humble them, where their friends try to humble them. And and I don't think it's a malicious thing of, of people trying to keep you small. I think it's a fear of losing you thing. So another realization that I've come into with this gate is the more that I involve people in my life, in my aloneness, like the people that I love, the people that I really care about, the people that I see as part of my community, the more I involve people in my journey and in my growth and and in my, you know, like coming into power, I guess, coming into a sense of empowerment, the less that happens, the less that happens. It's kind of the same thing from, you know, manifestors. If you're a manifester, you'll resonate with that too. Like as a manifester, the more you inform people of what you're up to, the less they try to stop you from doing the thing uh, because they're no longer afraid that you're going to, you know, keep running and run over them. Right. And so that's kind of, that's a wisdom and a lesson that I think we all could get is like, allowing people to support you this is the other thing about this energy if you carry this gate and you feel unsupported it's either because you're pushing away support or you're not in alignment with your yourself you 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 aren't expressing yourself to the world in a way that is is true for you right because this energy naturally invites support so if you carry this and you're setting boundaries, saying no, protecting your energy, using your powerful energy and will on things that are correct for you. If you're doing those things, you will naturally attract people who want to support you. You will naturally attract people who want to build with you and grow with you and see you shine. But if you are disconnected from yourself in that way, whether it's through massive people pleasing, which is one way this can manifest, or whether it's through being a, an absolute jerk and, and taking advantage of people, because that's the other way that this can manifest. Um, if you're doing either of those things, you won't be supported. It's just the nature of it, right? So all of this to say that I want to find ways moving forward that help myself and you um, to grow more into ourselves. And so today I was really sitting with um, my why and my purpose. And if you follow me on Instagram, you would have saw my story about it Um, and, and why I do what I do. And I think that a lot of, actually I know that a lot of what I do in, in this world and in my life comes from this gate. This is, one of the gates that I have activated in my heart center and our gates activated in the heart center tell us a lot about our motivation. So I am motivated by this energy, this energy of aloneness, which ultimately, (laughs) ironically, becomes being motivated by being seen, right? And then I'm also motivated by money. Um, And that's a whole other other conversation. I I really want to debunk the myth that people who are motivated by money are bad or greedy or wrong. Um, That's a whole other podcast episode. Um, 
But so I know that this motivation of, of being seen, but also being connected, right? Again, remember, gate 40 is always seeking gate 37. We are always seeking connection. We are always seeking community, but we refuse to give up our individuality in order to belong. That's where it can seem like we don't want community, right? And so I've been sitting with this and I've really decided that connecting into the reason that I do everything comes down to like creating the things that I needed and that I still need. Like a lot of the the courses and things that I create, I do myself, like I need them. Um, so a huge part of, of what drives me is my desire to be the thing that I needed when I was 22, 23, 24, um, in that seeking, you know, phase of my life. And when I look at that version of me, that version of me was so busy and she was so caught up in her own conditioning of, of who she thought she should be. Like that version of me did not have time for three month long coaching containers. You know, that version of me didn't have the money for those. Right. And so I wanted to create something that um, my 22 year old self would have been able to access. Right. Would have been able to to connect into. And so I've decided to create a online membership space which I'm hoping will be more of a community. Like I don't want this to just be a space where I'm coming in and like just teaching all the time. I, I mean, there will obviously be that. I'll share with you guys some of, of my knowledge that I've gathered over the years about astrology and human design. But I don't want it just to be this, this other cerebral mental membership that you have. We all have those. We all have these memberships that we never use and they're about us learning things and they're about self-development and all of those things. I want this to obviously have some of that component of, of helping you learn these tools and these languages because obviously I think they're important. But I also want there to be a, a connection element and an element of celebration and joy, like bringing that back into community, you know? Like when we talk about community, often we talk about support and and really like the, this, this emotional element, like this um, supporting each other through tough times. And obviously that's an important part of community. But when I think of community, I think of like the community that my parents had, the like community of, of small town living in the 90s. And oh my God, there was so much joy and celebration in that community. You know, like I would wake up on a Sunday and we'd have, you know, I'd have four people in my house that I wasn't expecting that my parents weren't even expecting, you know, they'd just like show up with a case of beer and some toys, you know, and we'd have like a barbecue and a good time. Like it was community. The community that I grew up with had so much joy. And I want to bring that back into community. I want to create a space where we celebrate each other, where, where we honor each other, where we, really can connect with one another um, even through differences and even through um, not all thinking the same or seeing things the same way right so that's a long podcast story uh, whatever um, about this mem membership um, but really more so about gate 40 and I I really want to invite you guys into sharing with me your thoughts on this because again I don't want this to be another thing that you sign up for that you never use that you never touch that doesn't contribute to your real life 
<laughs> I need this to contribute to your real life, right? And of course, we, we get what we put into something. So there are going to be people that sign up and forget about it. And I, I understand that. But for those of you that are really excited about this, and you'll know that based on your authority, right? Um, please let me know what you'd like to see. Um, in creating this membership, what you want more of, what really lights you up, what helps you connect to yourself, what feels impactful, and what has a, a, an influence on your real life, on your real world, okay? That's what I want to know. Um, so if you have any thoughts, ideas, questions, you can email me at hello at giselleplamondon.com. I will leave that in the show notes so that you know how to spell my name. Um, and if this like really piqued your interest and you're curious about starting to get into human design and learn a little bit more about these things, um, I do have a few courses available right now. One on the new paradigm, which is about the energy that we're moving into in 2027. That one I think is so important for anyone to, especially if you're starting to do the work of decondition and, and discover who you are. That is so, so foundational. Um, and then the energy types. I have uh, courses for each of the energy types. The manifester, the manifesting generator, the generator, the projector, and the reflector. I didn't forget about you guys. Um, I have those open and available now. So I'll also leave the links for those in the show notes as well. More courses are coming. I'm currently wrapping up the Understanding Human Design course, which will give you everything you need to begin reading your chart. And then after that, I will be moving on to the, the 64 prisms, which is the, the energetic gates, as well as finishing with the 36 superpowers. So lots coming, um, <laughs> lots to do, lots to learn. Um, but in the meantime, let's start connecting online um, in a beautiful membership portal. Um, so yeah, reach out if you have any thoughts, any ideas, share this episode with anyone that you think might benefit from it. Um, and I hope that you have a good rest of your day. I'm going to go lay in the sun, get some vitamin D, eat some mangoes, and just enjoy the, the quiet and the peace of my aloneness. Now that my, my parents are gone and they're back up north at work, I have lots of space to just be with myself and I'm really going to soak in that today. So I hope you guys get some space to do that as well. Bye, everyone.